Chapman University, where big ideas are born. We strive to become multidimensional, original thinkers. The kind of people who flourish in a challenging world. The kind of people who rise to every occasion. The kind of people who can accomplish anything imaginable. Welcome to Chapman Chats. This is a time for you to explore your options and do research on what different colleges and universities have to offer. We hope you can tune in to learn more about who we are at Chapman and get some general tips on the college search and application process. Hi everyone, it is Thursday, September 10th and we are recording Chapman Chats remotely again. My name is Tanaz and I will be your host today. I have the wonderful, fantastic, amazing Yasmin Mendez here with me to talk about the application process when it comes to transfers. I do have to say I'm very thankful for the transfer team in our office because I transferred to Chapman after my first year of college and they were just monumental in my experience. So Yasmin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, We're so excited to have you here today. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Tanaz. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I'm Yasmin Mendez, like Tanaz introduced me. I am the transfer admission counselor here at Chapman, going into my third year, but I'm also a transfer student myself. I approached more of the traditional route, and I started at a community college here in Fullerton. I was raised in Orange County, so once I was ready to make my transfer move, I did attend a four-year bigger public institution. I went to UCLA, um, and now that I am working at Chapman, I'm also a dual-enrolled student, I guess you can say. Um, I'm a graduate student in our Master's of Leadership Development here at Chapman. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I know you have so much on your plate with your master's program and all of the transfer appointments that you do. Um, So I want to get started and think of it as a timeline, because I remember when I was a student at a four-year university, I decided to transfer midway through my freshman year. So we have different possibilities here. So if a student wants to transfer to Chapman, who can apply? Yeah, so to first kind of define the policy really quickly on what is a transfer here at Chapman, if you have a high school graduation date or a GED, you are going to apply as a transfer student um, once getting ready um, to go through that application process. Um, The majority of transfers that do end up applying and enrolling at Chapman are coming in at the tail end of their sophomore year or the beginning of their junior year, but that in no means is a requirement. Chapman really stands out compared to other institutions in the way that there isn't a certain amount of units that you need to make that transfer move. Um, but we do want to make sure that as our counsel- as counselors, we work with students in making sure that they're aiming towards a goal that's suitable for when they're getting ready to make that move because we know it's not just about you know your coursework, but it's also about making sure that you're in the time and space in your life that you're ready to make that jump since it is a big move. Awesome. And do you need a certain amount of credits to apply as a transfer to Chapman? You do not, but you do need a specific amount of prerequisites depending on your major. So all of our majors are really um, important pieces of the admission committee. So I definitely recommend that students take advantage of working with the transfer team here at Chapman because it's really hard to give a blanket 
advice on when students can be ready to make that jump because it really kind of ultimately depends on the student's major and their preparation. That kind of takes me into my next question. So are there certain classes you recommend for transfer students to take? What do those prerequisites look like? Yes, so the majority of our transfer students, I highly recommend to first start in on the gen eds, the general education classes. So all institutions, whether it's, you know, a Cal State or a UC or you're starting at a community college, offer and most four-year institutions actually track students into first completing their gen eds. So here at Chapman, that is English, art, science, math, and social science, for example. So those are the basic core classes that I first try to recommend students start in on. Um, An important note, though, is that our talent-based majors, if we have early transfers that are looking to apply into our College of Performing Arts or our Dodge College of Film and Media Arts, Those are majors that we highly encourage prioritizing the gen eds and actually there's a counterintuitive part too. We don't want students to bring in too much major prep for that major um, since those credits usually only transfer over as elective credit. So for most majors, start in on your gen eds, make sure that you can get those um, out of the way. And also keep in mind that transfers can still use AP or IB credit from high school if they have the minimum score Chapman accepts. So that's another really cool way that students can still get gen ed credits when they're planning their transfer move. And I totally agree. It's easy to reach out to our counseling team and schedule a one-on-one appointment because it is kind of a an intimidating process you know what kind of courses are you supposed to take and such so Yasmin if a student wants to schedule a one-on-one appointment where would they sign up for one yes so I recommend right now in this remote environment to reach out through us through email transfers at chapman.edu that's transfers with the plural s at chapman.edu is the best place we have somebody from the transfer team checking that inbox consecutively you know each day consistently Um, and we will go ahead and get students um, sent over to our master calendar where they can schedule themselves for a date and a time that works best we offer those transfer appointments all year round so Um, We are here and available, whether it's remote or whether we come back on campus to host those, but we don't take any time off. We know that students out there are anxious and they're getting ready to um, have that counseling. And I know that sometimes it's really hard for students to get that counseling through their own school, especially if you're at a big institution or a big community college. So we take on that part as well. We make sure we equip students with Um, the matching classes, the matching gen eds that they should be doing at their institution. Um, And we're getting really familiar with our local feeder campuses and what classes are offered and even sometimes which counselors they can talk to. So we do our best to make sure we connect with students and allow them to network so they get a really good support system when getting ready to make that transfer move. I remember when I was a transfer student, I was in that boat. I didn't really know 
who to go to or where to go to. So Shannon was monumental in in that process for me. So for those who are listening, make sure to reach out to transfers at chapman.edu. I'll make sure to add in the contact information within the bio. Um, But that kind of takes me to my next question, and it's what platform do we use to apply and what are the deadlines for our transfer students? Yes, commonapp.org is the one and only place where we host our transfer application. It does vary and look different than the first year application. So even for students that, you know, previously may have applied to Chapman, um, know that you still need to submit another application. Um, So commonapp.org is that place. And it's honestly a really easy application. It's really straightforward. And um, the creative supplement will still be very similar and it will be hosted on the Chapman applicant status page. Um, So we can definitely guide students towards that aspect if you're applying to a talent-based major. Our deadlines for fall is always on February 15th. And our deadline for our spring term is always on October 15th. So with those deadlines, if a student applies by February, when do they hear back from us? Yeah, so our transfer admission committee usually begins reading closer to the deadline. Chapman does not release all the final decisions on one batch, so we release on a rolling basis. So the sooner an applicant completes their application, then the sooner we can start getting your decision out when we start releasing those decisions on a weekly basis. So. Um, students can always check in with us. They also have access to the applicant status page. So that's that portal they get access to. After submitting the Common App, that ensures that you know and we know that you've got all of the materials that you need. So if there's ever a holdup, we always communicate with students through email. Sometimes we'll even bug you and call you and make sure that you're okay and you can get the things we need in. We're really flexible right now through COVID-19, knowing that some institutions are gonna be a little harder with maybe helping you get official transcripts sent over. So always get in touch with us and let us know if there's any concerns or issues in completing your application. Our deposit deadlines for fall is June 1st and our deposit deadlines for spring are December 1st. So by that period, I would say a week or two actually before those deadlines is when we usually pretty much finalize our admission decisions. Chapman Chats is presented by the Chapman University Office of Admission. Have a topic you'd like to learn more about or a special guest you'd like to hear from? Email us at admit at chapman.edu. That's A-D-M-I-T at chapman.edu. Now, back to Chapman Chats. So, Yasmin, can you tell us what the application is like? What are our transfers going to expect? Yes, so the common application, the first part that's generalized, not just for Chapman, but for other schools that you're applying to, is again, pretty straightforward. So it's just your personal and your academic information. Um, But our CU supplemental application, which 
you know, shows our special Chapman questions is where you go in and have the ability to choose a primary and an alternative major. And you will have space boxes to be able to talk a little bit more about your interest in those majors and why you want to pursue them at Chapman. If any students took any academic gaps, you'll also have a designated space to talk about what you did during those academic gaps. I would say a good majority of our transfers do end up having some sort of fall or spring gap that they can go in and talk about. So I know some students get worried about that, know that our admission committee is okay with that as long as you're being um, transparent on what was going on. And then our main personal statement question is about your transfer journey. So that is a larger space where students can go in and talk about their career goals, their aspirations, why they've chosen Chapman to apply. Um, it's honestly a very broad-based um, question. Um, we want to make sure students are able to tailor and use that section um, to be able to talk about any things within their application they feel that they need to talk more in depth about. I always tell students, picture your application as a full puzzle and each piece of the application, your college transcripts, your letters of rec, are pieces to the puzzle that we, the admission committee, are trying to put together. So the more that you could take advantage of, you know, painting a whole picture, then the better our holistic admission review will be at getting to know you. So I always recommend to students, don't repeat yourself. Um, if we have a transcript and we have a space for you to talk about your gap, leave that there, but use your transfer journey, personal statement to go more in depth on other areas that we don't already have information on. And just being a transfer student myself, in that section where you have to talk about your transfer journey and um, talk about, you know, your personal statement. Definitely be honest and genuine there. As Yasmin mentioned, it is a puzzle and we do want to put all those pieces together. So for me, my first year didn't look like my high school performance. I struggled in my first year of college, but I was very honest and genuine in my application and Shannon worked with me through that. And I was able to explain to her what those different puzzle pieces were that were not showing up um, if I had not explained them. So definitely be honest and genuine in that section. Um, that's a, a tip for you guys. I know we've mentioned Shannon a bit, so I just want to reemphasize that Shannon too was a transfer student. She's our director of transfer admission. She's a part of the transfer admission committee. So she is really, really awesome. And I think another really quick piece I want to, you know, throw in there of recommendations for transfers that are a little bit anxious with writing this part of the application is to remember that the admission committee are all people that were in your shoes not too long ago. The admission committee is not scoping out your application to find flaws. They're looking for genuine connections and perspectives. And um, I can personally even say that in my time, in my short time reading applications, I've heard so many really awesome stories that people share and I've learned so many really cool facts as well. And the best that have stood out to me are those raw ones in which students are able to own up to their accomplishments or talk about persevering their life obstacles. So 
that would be another big piece of recommendation that I think, Tanez, you really followed and being genuine in that part when you were filling out the application. Yeah, exactly. We're giving you guys some great tips. So <laughs> Our secret if sauce. <laughs> if you're taking some notes, jot them down, reach out to us. We'd love to, to chat with you guys. Uh, but like Yasmin said, we want you guys to be successful on our campus. So the admission committee is really looking for that. And we want to learn more about you in the application process. So I know we touched a little bit on creative supplements, talent-based majors. So Yasmin, can you tell us what the process is for a talent-based major? Are there certain deadlines for them to apply? Great question. So I know for our first year timeline, we do have different deadlines, especially for talent-based majors. But for all of our talent-based transfer students, there is only one deadline. And those are those deadlines I've already mentioned previously. So the majority of those BFA majors, again, in our College of Performing Arts and our Dodge College of Film and Media Arts, are programs that students want to wait to apply for the fall terms because of the way that we space out and sequence out those courses and majors. Um, the creative supplement is no different than when first years are submitting, but again, transfers only have one deadline and we definitely suggest that students adhere to that deadline and communicate with us if there's going to be a holdup. Um, I know after our main February 15 deadline for fall, um, we have students still be able to submit on a rolling basis with the space available capacity, but for our talent-based majors, we cannot regard that or have that flexibility for those majors. Um, the creative supplement is only submitted through the Chapman applicant status page and students need to wait um, 24 to 48 hours to have access to that until after submitting their Common App. So make sure that if you're a talent-based major applying as a transfer, you're applying for the fall terms or you're working with a transfer team to develop a plan and make sure that you're giving yourself enough time prior to that main deadline to take into account the space and the time that you need to then work on the creative supplements. Those, by the way, are posted on our webpage. We have them up there all year round, so you don't have to wait for the Common App to open to have access to the creative supplement. Wonderful. And as Yasmin mentioned, the creative supplement requirements are posted online. A tip for you on those as well is to adhere to the requirements and make sure to follow the directions. If there's a time limit, adhere to the time limit. If there is, you know, a certain amount you need to write, adhere to that. It's really important to follow directions on this and especially get everything in on time. So going into my next question, how do credits transfer at Chapman? And is there a way for our students to check online how they will transfer? Chapman is really transfer credit friendly. And that's one of the biggest takeaways that I've learned to be able to compare Chapman to other schools when I'm out, you know, in our recruiting season, hearing from other schools and hearing from other students experiences. Um, and I say that because uh, there is a small portion of transfer students that we take in that come in from more than one four-year institution. 
and have more than one of that set of experiences and types of credits. Um, the way that credits transfer to Chapman is in one of three ways. So credits either come in as general education credit, major prep, meaning it goes into your major, or elective credit. Now, some major prep, again, will be limited or not acceptable for talent-based majors, which is why we strongly recommend those students get in contact with the transfer team so we can work with you and give you a preview of how your credits would come over, or at least how they're going to be regarded through your creative supplement review. Um, but for the most part, it's very rare that I see transfer students to Chapman lose credits. Um, usually the only types of credit that credits that don't transfer over are remedial classes or freshman seminar classes that are specific to an institution, like a four-year institution you may have done at your previous school, or credits that are vocational or career-oriented. So I have a lot of students sometimes that start in on you know, wanting to be a firefighter or an EMT and they take those type of vocational classes at their community college or off the on the side from a for-profit university, those credits don't transfer over. But as long as your classes are academically based and they're solid and they're not, you know, completely all over the place, um, they will transfer over. And we actually have joined with transferology.com to be able to preview to students that are looking to apply to get a better picture of how your credits would come over since Chapman traditionally does not produce those transfer credit reports officially until after the admission process. So I highly recommend transfers out there to keep track of your syllabus for each of your class, hang on to your coursework, especially if it's related to a gen ed that we offer here at Chapman and require for graduation, or if it's related to your major or maybe a minor you want to start in on here at Chapman, because more than likely we're going to need to see a copy of it once you're getting ready to enroll in classes. And you want to make sure you get that credit and you want to make sure that you don't lose out on those units. So make sure you keep that information, save it away, and don't toss it. Exactly. And if you go to chapman.edu and write in the search bar transfer articulation, the links to find those resources on how your credits will transfer will be on that webpage. I will also go ahead and insert those links into the bio for you guys to easily check out yourselves. I know that this was very important in my process of applying as a transfer, but Yasmin, can you tell us about the scholarship opportunities? Definitely. So we've got a quite range of Chapman specialized aid that we offer that transfer students are able to receive if they're eligible. The first I'll start with are Chapman grants. So I know as a private institution, Chapman is going to cost a little more than your traditional four-year public institutions or Cal States, but Chapman also has its own specific funds and endowment that we use to package students. So make sure that if you're a transfer looking to make a jump to Chapman or another private institution, fill out your FAFSA application. And if you're a resident, fill out your, um, make sure that you are applying and 
following through on the steps you need to get any Cal Grant aid. Um, we also have CBO matching grants. CBO stands for community-based organizations. So if you are in a partnership, a community-based nonprofit that Chapman recognizes and works with, then chances are we can potentially match your grant if that institution, if that nonprofit or CBO is giving you a scholarship to finish your undergraduate degree. We also have special scholarship committees at the time of application review that scout for students for those types of scholarships that we have in order to allocate to students in, for example, our Fowler School of Engineering, um, our Schmidt College of Sciences, and also first-gen students, we have a special scholarship committee for those as well. There isn't anything you need to do separately to be reviewed for these specific scholarships. Um, our scholarship committee automatically reviews all applicants that are eligible at the time that you submit your Common App and your Chapman specialized questions. Um, we also have the Yellow Ribbon Program for Veterans and Veteran Dependents here at Chapman. So that's another really great way for students to get packaged with additional aid if you are eligible for that. And we also match Cal Grant aid for undocumented students here in California. So if you're receiving Cal Grants, we know that you can't receive, for example, federal aid, but Chapman does match the Cal Grant aid if you receive that. And outside of these specialized Chapman types of aid, um, know that students that apply for FAFSA and are eligible for federal Pell aid or again, Cal State aid do usually receive the max that they can. Know that we're not in control and you're not in control of obviously your parent or legal guardian's income or how big you know your family size is and that is really important towards how much you're eligible to receive but you are in control of your gpa you are in control of how many gen eds you get out of the way especially if you're coming in from a community college and you're also able to if possible and coming from a community college finish one of the transfer plans the i get c the csu or the associate's degrees for transfer and i think financially those students that are able to make chapman a reality and not worry too much about this financial piece are usually those students that are finishing those transfer plans or having those conversations with their support system when it comes to talking about the finances applying for scholarships outside scholarships and making sure that they're crafting their common app and their personal statements in a way that will be able to stand out if a scholarship committee is looking for those pieces that you're sharing. And for the tip on outside scholarships, get started as soon as possible on those. There are thousands of them out there. Taco Bell offers a scholarship. It's around $30,000 a year and you have to submit a creative proposal. There are so many companies out there that want to help people. So definitely jumpstart on that process sooner than later because a little goes a long way in this process, I promise. But thank you for going through all of those different opportunities. Um, I know that for transfer students, you're not spending maybe four years on our campus. So 
the cost may be a lot more feasible that way. So we're going to finish it off today with tips for transfer students throughout the process, and then we'll close it up. One of my biggest tips for students out there is take advantage of meeting with the transfer team here at Chapman. We are here, we are ready, we're available, and this is actually the best part of our day is when we get to meet with pr prospective students and hear from their stories and be able to guide you on your specific pathway because no transfer student will be the same and no, no single transfer student or two transfer students will have the same journey. So make sure you take advantage of meeting with the transfer team. We offer monthly info sessions as well with the transfer team, and you're able to hop onto those right now and ask live questions. We also offer virtual tours. So I definitely recommend transfers, whether you're local or you're coming from afar, take advantage of those, get to know our campus a little bit better. We can definitely scope that out when we're reading applications of students that have visited us before because it just takes on a whole different um, tone when we're able to see how well in touch or how well in tune you are with our campus and that does make your applications stand out as well. Know that you're not alone and Talk to your family or your support system about making that transfer move so that along with the Chapman transfer team, you're, you're also able to have that support system help you emotionally, academically, psychologically when it comes to making that jump. Because we know that as a transfer student myself, for example, it is a very drastic thing to do. And especially Tanaz, you know, if you're coming from a four-year institution and you're making that jump, not all four-year institutions are obviously designed for students to be jumping in and out of them. So know that there is still a route that you could take and we wanna make sure that you land where you need to go. I was literally gonna say the same thing in regards to you're not alone. Definitely reach out to the transfer team. They are there for you, you know? So like Yasmin said, I came from a four-year institution. So that was a huge jump for me. And I was really scared and very intimidated to leave after my freshman year and go to another four-year university. But I was able to make such a great connection with the transfer team who helped me throughout the process. I felt so much more comfortable about to make that move. They worked with me through those different ways that I'll be able to fund my education. So it's going to be okay. You're not alone and everything does work out. It ended up being the best decision I had ever made, but I couldn't agree more. Reach out to the transfer team. You're not alone in this. Um, we are definitely here to help. But I want to thank Yasmin for being here today with us. You gave such amazing insight on the transfer journey. And I'm going to go ahead and link everything that we talked about today in the bio. But I just want to thank you so much for your time. Uh, it was so awesome connecting with you, even though it was virtually. Thanks, Tanaz. I was super happy to be here and connect with you, at least remote and I'm super excited to work with our future Panthers. So 
definitely stay in touch, stay in tune, and keep checking out these awesome podcast episodes that we have for you. But thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, We can't wait to connect with you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning into Chapman Chats. Visit chapman.edu to explore degrees and programs, schedule a virtual tour, or even attend an information session. Need guidance throughout the application process? Be sure to connect with your admission counselor. We're here to help. We'll see you next time.